After the ceremony, she came in the back, we cut her hair, like here. And then she went to the reception. I'm like, oh my God, like cutting your hair on your wedding day, like is the scariest thing to me. Oh uh, but that, okay. So no photos. His wife. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's her name? Was she? I don't know. Okay, never mind. You Welcome back to another episode of the Glam Gossip by LLBA podcast. I'm your host, Pooja. I'm from the social media team here at LLBA. And today we have a very exciting topic. Um, I'd like to introduce our guest today, Victoria. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> Thank in. Thank you. And uh, Victoria, as I said, she's a makeup artist and she specializes in bridal and special events, hair and makeup. So I'm really excited about this topic. I love makeup. I love all things beauty. And uh, Victoria is going to share us um, share her story with us today. So let's get started. So my story. Yeah, so I started um, makeup first uh, straight out of high school. I went to beauty school in um, 2015. Oh, so wow. Almost so you, you 10 knew, years. Sorry, you knew what you were going to do at the age of I mean, a teenager? Yeah, it was funny. I In high school, like, I, um, I, I dropped math and I dropped science. And that, like, and I knew I was oh, I'm not going to do a career that don't had blame those me, two. though. <laughs> it just I didn't compute. It didn't compute for me. Two. Yeah, it didn't compute. I was like, I'm just not going to have a career where those are my, my focus points. Um, and I fell into makeup, actually. I had a friend who wanted to do media journalism, so I was doing her hair, her makeup, and I was like, I could do it. I could make a living off this. I could try. So I went to beauty school, uh, did makeup, and then I was doing that for a few years, um, but I wanted to expand my clientele because I was only offering makeup, um, so I wanted to do hair as well because I find people want to do like a one-stop shop, especially yeah. for bridal, so I was missing out on a lot of opportunity um, financially. So I went into hair, specialized in, in updos and, and styling. Um, and then I've been doing that since 2018. And, and here we are now, I think. I, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. so nice. That's, great, that's yeah. really cool. So how long have you been um, a makeup artist? Slash well, I was certified from 2015, which is, see math, eight years. Is that right? Maybe. 22, we're in 2023. <laughs> Something. Um, yeah, so I've been in makeup for about almost 10 and hair from 2018. So uh, about five, six years. Um, I got my lash extension certification in 2018 as well. Nice, right so on. Do a little bit, yeah. So yeah, rep the LLBA. And why I do a little bit of everything. So yeah, oh, about cool. 10 years. Of so you are a one-stop shop. I try you, to be. Like to uh, be. hair styling, light hair styling, makeup, and mm -hmm. lash extensions. Lash extensions, lash lifts, yeah, all the lashes. Oh, cool. And, because yeah. uh, I think their extensions are really popular now for brides. Because it looks much better Very. and it's less fussy. Yeah, than, uh, I, they're comfortable. Um, yeah, more comfortable than mm -hmm. the strip lash. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah it's very, very smart yeah. business move on your part. Thank you, thank you. I, I tried to... to I don't know, offer as many things to the bride as possible, uh, both for their convenience, but also for my, my living, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, it worked out. Cool. So and were you always uh, independent, or did you ever, like, work no. in a salon or work for someone else? I only recently went fully freelance. Um, I was in and out of salons um, pretty much my entire career. Uh, but I had a hard time 
um, finding a salon that was okay with me, you know, freelancing and doing weddings Saturday mornings or Friday mornings um, because I'm out of the salon so often. Um, so I figured rather than try to find a salon that was okay with it, I'm just going to do my own thing. Um, so that's recent. That's only been about a month or two that I've been completely apart from any salon. Um, but I love it. I, I love it. I think it's the best thing for, at least for my, my career. And yeah. were you always, you weren't always doing bridal from the beginning, right? What were you, who were your clients in the beginning? My clients, well, in the very beginning were, um, any event. I took any client, anything that they wanted, um, just to get experience, to get a better skill set, to get better reach. Um, but then if you really want to like build a brand, I, you know, you need to just have a, a focal point a niche, of what you want, yeah. a niche. Got a niche. So down. I started doing more weddings. Yeah. Mm, I see. And yeah. so when you wanted to transition to like niching down, as we said, specifically to the bridal market, what are the things that, how did you prepare to cater to this new demographic? Was there any additional certifications or skills that you needed to prepare for? Or like, did you research how, maybe how, yeah, what they're just looking like, for? well, I, you meet a lot of other artists and um, a lot of other business women in the, in, in your passing in the years. And I was really inspired by by them. Um, I took a lot of notes from them, uh, but also I think the only things I really had to figure out and certify was like the legalities of it. Um, you know, a good booking system. Uh, you know, registering my name. Um, you know, doing the proper invoicing and payment options, and those things were were the hardest part. Um, Again, I'm not good at math, so uh, that part was hard. Uh, but now I'm good, so that that was probably the only things I really had to do. Um, mm -hmm. And on most the side. most people don't think of that. No, no, you're running a business. It's not just makeup. It's not just you know fun the little fun eyeliners. <laughs> and, yeah, no, it's it's like it's actually like figuring out you know your taxes and 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 keeping you know receipts and having a business account and doing all those things. And for someone that dropped math, you know, looking back, I probably shouldn't have, but. It's okay, I'm making it work. <laughs> Taking some extra, you know, courses and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So was there any, like, um, course or, um, like, how did you prepare specifically to cater to bridal makeup? Because I know that's, like, a slightly different, um, you know, uh, area of makeup. You know, there's special effects, mm. there's... Um, yeah. You know, photography makeup, video makeup, like yeah, they're all stage very different. makeup, and then there's bridal. So which in is my like a specific thing. Yeah, in my schooling, when I went to, um, I went to like beauty college. Um, you kind of learn all of it. So I, you know, I got like a, a brief introduction to special effects, which is its own industry. It's its own makeup. It's not eyeliner and eyelashes. It's like fake blood, fake hair, sweat. <laughs> it's like other a whole other demographic. Um, I really like the bridal side. I like making, you know, pretty lipsticks, pretty blushes. <laughs> so I focus on that in my schooling. Um, so I got certified in my in my beauty college in, in bridal. Not so much special effects. Mm -hmm. Love it, but it's it's a whole different it's a whole different world. And how yeah. did you market your market yourself as a bridal makeup artist yeah. doing special events, doing hairstyling? What was your kind of strategy? My you know, I, it changes throughout the years. It, I really relied on social media for a while. Social media is the best. Your your reach is endless, and your and your growth is free endless. Free advertisement. It's free <laughs> advertisement. Um, however, I found what's the best for me, um, and I think a lot of lash artists too could it would work is target demographics, um, specifically in your location. 
like my services wouldn't matter to someone in a different province because I'm right. not they're not right. as long as they're buying a product online they're buying a service and unless they're going to pay for me to go out to Vancouver which is very few and far between um, I I focused on marketing in my specific like area my specific city um, a few hours out if if that um, so word of mouth is is my biggest mm-hmm. is my biggest growth um, which relies on building a relationship with each client yeah because uh, you need them service, to do it right? right without asking they need to want to do it um, so my my biggest marketing is word of mouth okay cool yeah. were there any like specific communities like um, that you would reach out to like maybe um, I don't know like um, like Facebook bridal groups like new yeah, brides like great wedding place great place Facebook like marketplace that. is a great place because some women don't know where to find ven- vendors for weddings so they'll post looking for a makeup artist and you throw your Instagram out there throw your email out there and you'd be surprised a lot of people and they're ref- they're looking for someone in their area mm-hmm. it only reaches to that you know a certain kilometer radius so they're gonna see you and they're gonna be like oh she's close it's perfect facebook is great um but yeah i i do you know flyers work um going into certain salons offering your services in their salons but um word of mouth it has been the best for me so far and yeah. how do you manage everything? Because you must be so busy. You're doing all these services, makeup, uh, <laughs> hair, yeah. lashes. Yeah. Do you do brows too? No. Okay, no. you do I, so much. How do you like I know. juggle all of I that? wanted to do, do brows, but I'm like, I can't. That's a whole other kit I got to buy. I'm like, I can't do another one. Um, I, you really got to invest in like a good booking system. I used to have like a book, like a physical book, like a calendar. Um, but... So eventually you get to a point where it's like it's you're not always going to have that book on you. So if you book something and then, oh, my book's at home, my calendar's at home, uh, sometimes you forget and, you know, problems arise. So I use um, an online booking system. I have a calendar on my phone. It's instant. Um, that's the best way. It notifies the client when your their appointment is. There's no, you know, possibilities of no shows or forgetting appointments. Um, that's helped to keep to keep you organized. Um, yeah, you got to invest in a good... And is that a free free um there are free ones yeah i use a square so it's free uh up until like a certain point like if you want certain things you got to pay but you're i mean at the end of the day you're getting your money's worth because it helps build your reach um there's uh email uh subscription services on square um that you can pay for um but that helps because then you're sending emails to people you can send sales uh promotions so you get your money's worth pretty much instantly Okay, yeah. cool. And so we know that uh, makeup artistry, it's not like a typical 9-to-5 job, right? No. There's a lot more no. flexibility. There, It's a lot more irregular, right? You're working mm-hmm. weekends, evenings sometimes. Mm-hmm. So how do you manage your time specifically? Like, do you have a set routine? Like, okay, I wake no. up at 9. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I try, but every day is so different. Mm-hmm. So... Like uh, Saturdays, especially in the summer season, the, the wedding season, Saturdays I'm usually up at like 5 a.m. because weddings start so early. Um, so every day is different, which goes back to having a good booking system to allow so you know when you have that free time. Um, like I'll even tell my friends, I'm free July 12th between 3 to 5 
only. <laughs> so you gotta know. You gotta know uh, uh, when you're free. But no, I don't have a set schedule. I wish. It'd be nice. I <laughs> actually wanted to be a makeup artist when I was you like should. very young. Because I'm, I'm like really into beauty yeah. and makeup. It's like kind of like a passion of mine. Oh, but the thing I don't like is the instability. Like I love routine. I yeah. need stability yeah. in my life. But some people thrive. Like I think you thrive on that sort of I do of, love uh, it spontaneity yeah not keeps, spontaneity like flexibility yeah it right? keeps it fun i mean i feel like a nine to five i guess office job it's stable but it can get old I, that was always my fear is you know is like i don't want to wake up and That's it's like that re- you know but <laughs> at the same time it's like after wedding season is done and the weddings you know die down like you know november to, to january especially nobody really gets married as often in those months mm-hmm. well, then, well then what do you do you got to find that extra revenue or that extra thing to keep you busy um so it's you know pros and cons it's 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 i love it but then it's hard because you're always thinking about okay what's my next move and what's my next revenue stream and what's my next you know course of action and Pros and cons. Mm-hmm. But, so do you yeah. just kind of like go with the flow since you yeah. said every day is kind of different? Every day is different. I, uh, yeah, I, I try to go to the, with the flow. I mean, I wish I was better at it. Um, but because weddings usually book out like a year in advance, like mm. I'm able to like, you know, take my time. Like I've had weddings now that I booked like six to eight months prior. So I, I've known what my summer is going to look like. Um, but yeah, it, it I, I thrive on it, but I, it also does get like, it gets stressful a little bit. And how do you manage? You said during like the off season when there's not as many weddings mm-hmm. going on. Like, what are your other um, uh, sources of income? You do lashes too, yeah, but that keeps you busy. In terms of like makeup, it, do you mainly focus on lashes during those slow seasons, or are you doing like? other uh, makeup for like on set or for like um, yeah semi-formal you know stuff yeah like prom that. season is like right around now so all the proms are happening now but in those months um yeah i do all lashes i do lashes throughout the year um because i also do lashes for brides that was kind of part of why i went into lashes and and the whole the whole beauty service world um but during those months i well i'm in a salon i was in a salon um so i was doing haircuts hair colors um now like in in the whole thing of spontaneity now we'll see <laughs> it might be different this season um but yeah it's always different i never really have a plan it's always just as you go and you so know. you're like mobile now fully mobile oh, okay yeah, yeah. Which so nice. yeah, that's yeah. nice. So do people come to to you as well if they want to get a people come done? to me? Um, I go to them a lot of the times. I have a I should preface. I have a space for my lashes. I'm in a studio for lashes, um, just for like sanitation purposes. I don't like to go to people's houses for that. It's a little harder to stay clean, um, mm-hmm. but hair and makeup is is fully mobile. So so we've been talking a lot about how you're both, you're like dual certified, you're like a makeup artist and then you also have your uh, lash artist certification as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so what can you tell us like, since you do both, most people don't do both, they either they're a makeup artist or they do lashes. Mm-hmm. So since you do both, can you give us some insight on like what's easier, what's better, what's, what are the pros and cons? You mentioned like there's issues with sanitation and hygiene when it comes to like extensions that you may may not be applicable if you uh if you just worry about makeup so what do you what's your perspective on that um yeah so the differences i guess would be well for lashes I'm, i'm sure you know if you do lashes anybody that does lashes watching it's very quiet um, you know, they kind of sit there, they're in their own head, you know, it's almost like a, a, a spa service. 
uh, with weddings, I'm like day of it's, you know, there's like 30 people in the, in the house. The florist is coming in. The photographer's there. The families are there. It's pretty hectic, pretty adrenaline. Uh, so it's very different. In, and they in usually want to film you these days, yes. right? Yes. So then I have these 5 a.m. start times. <laughs> and you gotta and, look cute. And I gotta look cute. Like on top of that, like it's, yeah. So that part's, that part's a very different than lashes. Because lashes, I'm just, you know, I'm in my head. They're in their head. You know, there's music playing. It's nice and relaxing. They wake up and they're like, oh, I look so pretty. But for makeup, for weddings, it's like it's go, go, go. And it's adrenaline. And I'm sitting in my car after it. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's so quiet now. Like, what do I do? <laughs> it's so, you know, I have to get that that adrenaline rush down. Uh, they're very different in terms of, of atmosphere. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And any yeah. other, like, differences or maybe, like, pros and cons? Pros and cons? Um, it varies. I mean, I do like I do like with lashes, you know, the goal is that they become repeat clients. So you start to like, you know, get to know them. They get to know you. You know, you can catch up on your appointments for makeup. Sometimes they're repeat clients, but they're few and far between. You know, you'll get like their engagement photos and then their wedding and then you might not see them again. Um, so it's not as personal, hmm. um, which I do like. I'm, I'm, I'm a talker, so I like to like get to know my clients. Like, they all like they become my friends. So that's the one, I guess, con of, of hair and makeup is I don't really get to know them. I'm in such an important part of their life. For like such a short period of time but then i never see them again you know so it's, it's a weird impersonable thing but there's like a connection still that's just like unspoken which i like but it's sad i, I would like to to be able to connect with them more hmm, that's cool i get that yeah. though i get that yeah and uh maybe you can share us some like interesting stories or like funny anecdotes oh my gosh i'm sure you have so many yeah uh funny ones especially like the bridal stories oh I man love, love them yeah <laughs> i mean covid was crazy um just organizing organizing weddings in in a lockdown time um but i that those aren't i guess funny um i did have a bride actually last year who wanted to cut her hair in a bob like in between the ceremony and the reception so we like curled her hair, did a whole updo look with the, she had long blonde hair, and then I stayed. And then after the ceremony, she came in the back. We cut her hair, like here, and then she went to the reception. I'm like, oh my god, like cutting your hair on your wedding day, like is the scariest thing to me. Oh uh, my but god. that was great. Um, That's a huge risk. Yeah, so I was like, I'll do it if you want, but like, you know, if it doesn't, if you don't like it, <laughs> sign like, this way. Yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, I actually did. Now that you mention it, I did uh, last. Summer, I actually had to sign an NDA before doing a, a wedding, which was the first for me, um, that I wasn't allowed to share the location. I couldn't take any photos of the house or the drive there. Uh, couldn't take any photos of the bride. Couldn't disclose the bride. Um, that was a crazy one. I actually walked into this wedding not even knowing who the bride was. I just had to... You didn't see show. her before. No, I, I was booked by her planner. Um, but I had to sign an NDA that I wasn't allowed to talk about who she was. Oh, cool. was she a celebrity? Yeah. Or? She was, um, no, she was um, related to a political figure. Okay. So, no photos. Life. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What's her name? Was she? I don't know. Okay, never mind. You signed the NDAs. <laughs> we can cut that You're part. warm, you're warm, you're warm. But, uh, but I, I cannot confirm or deny. So. Okay, interesting, yeah. cool. And what yeah. about any like bridezilla stories? I I, I bet you must have so many. It's you know it's hard because I I I empathize with them because it's such a stressful day and you spend a year maybe two depending on your engagement planning this perfect day. So 
if something doesn't go right, like, you know, I get it. Um, but yeah, you're the punching bag. So I, I have had a few, um, COVID was, was, they, they almost like a lot of them were, um, uh, bridezillas. I'm afraid if like any of them are going to listen, but, um, yeah, I've had a few who just, you know, just start yelling at my assistants. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe the brushes didn't look clean enough or, or, um, her breath smelled and Jay would yell at her. And, and I, I actually had to tell one girl, like, listen, like, I know you're stressed, but like, just let us do what we need to do. Like you hired us cause you trust us. Like I, you know, it'll, it'll all get figured out. Um, but then after the wedding, like they, they message and I, thank you so much. Like I love the makeup. It was so great. So they're just stressed, you know, like I get it. They're just stressed. You just have to be a bit of a punching bag, um, in that moment. But yeah, there are a few, there are a few bridezillas. What's yeah. your worst story about like a bridezilla? Um, I don't know if I would even classify this one as a bridezilla, but I did have a girl who was so wound up, everything was just going wrong. Not not the makeup, just like, you know, the, the planner, the, the guests. Um, it was during COVID, so she had a few guests who were refusing to wear masks, which was, like, <laughs> legally required. So, you know, political opinions aside, you have to do it. If, she, you know, if they get caught, she gets a fine. So all these things, and she ended up, I finished her makeup. She ended up getting so stressed. She, like, threw up in the bathroom and broke out in hives, and I'm like, stop like i just did the makeup so we had to remove it she had to take a bath it was a whole we got it done but yeah she she got so hyped and wound up that she was like throwing up in the bathroom um that sucked <laughs> that definitely sucked but yeah wow yeah it was it was a lot it was it was a lot because now you're behind schedule but then also like you feel bad for her but then it's like mm-hmm. well you did this to yourself <laughs> so yeah it was good though it all worked she got married at the end so and yeah. how well how do you how do you um make sure that you provide like the best service to your clients to make sure like there's no instances where in very stressful situations right. like a wedding that they're happy satisfied yeah how, how do you do that I try on my end, like I can only control yeah. the hair and the makeup and, and the pre-hair and makeup services. Um, so I try to do open communication. You know, I'll tell them, I'll make a schedule if you need for the bridesmaids and you. Um, this is how long I need per service. I need this extra time if you have hair extensions. Um, you know, if you want to use your own makeup, you know, that's fine, but I can't guarantee it'll last the same if it's mine. Like. You, they, they sign a contract, my brides, um, saying, like, I agree. These are risks. These are, you know, what I can expect. Hopefully that works. Sometimes, you know, there's hiccups, you know, like, that are out of my control. Like, you know, if, if a bridesmaid's late. Um, mm-hmm. Or if, you know, they were supposed to bring their own lipstick and then they don't. Um, things like that. But I try open communication always, always, always. And then you minimize that stress because it's like, well, you knew. Like, yeah, I told you, you knew. It's in writing even, yeah, too. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So transparency and yes. get it in writing. Get it in writing. Sign a contract. Sign a waiver. Whatever you need to do. Get a deposit even, too. Uh, always recommend that, especially for, like, big, big paying jobs. Um, even for lash, ex- uh, lash technicians, too. If you know that this client is flimsy even, deposit always. Um, saves you from losing income saves them from forgetting or missing their appointment um those little things yeah help help with that expectation yeah so walk us through the process of offering a mobile 
makeup service because you mentioned that something about bridesmaids, right? Mm -hmm. So you do the makeup for not just the, the bride, but party, for the yeah. whole bridal party. Yeah. So how does that work actually? Is it just like in terms of time management and the logistics and obviously the bride has priority, mm -hmm. how do you make that work? Do you have like a team of people or is it just you by yourself? Well, you mentioned you have assistants, but I assume they're not doing like well, I have assistance when needed. Uh, it depends. It, every every wedding is different. Um, so, you know, I'll tell them I need, let's say, an hour per service. If I'm just doing makeup, for example, um, if they need to be, you have to almost work backwards. So, you know, they're, they need to be ready for one o'clock. Okay, fine. So photos are at 12. So the bride needs to be done by 12. Mm -hmm. So she has to get her makeup done by like 10 or 11 o'clock. In that time frame in between you fill in the rest of the bridesmaids um mm -hmm. but again if you need an hour per service let's say there's six bridesmaids you got to work backwards it's, it's a little bit of a math game um so if they only have four hours to get all their services done and there's eight of them well then i need assistance and then i'll find a, an artist that i have like on like my my contact list that i like and i trust um so you tag tag team with yeah them. yeah you partner a lot but then again if you can get your bride or your bridesmaids to get lash extensions that cuts your time in, in half because you don't have to apply lashes you don't have to apply as much eye makeup usually um, if the lashes are dramatic enough um, so it, 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 every every booking is different um, that's why having lash extensions as a service um, helps because then I can have them done a couple days before and then it cuts that service from like an hour to like 45 minutes mm. and you can fit nice. more people in and it's yeah. more profit and it's more profit you yeah well, so you don't have you. to almost sometimes not get an assistant and you can pocket all the money yourself nice yeah so you try <laughs> you try it, it doesn't always work but it, yeah you try. well i don't know how you do it like weddings they're so stressful they're so chaotic and can be i, I don't know like how weddings are in canada but like i assume like from what i my experience with weddings is that nothing ever goes according to plan Everybody's always late. Nobody's <laughs> yeah. on time. You can try. You can try. So how do you do? How do you do it? It's it's so funny. Like the 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 brides or the women of weddings. I find you know sometimes things happen, but they usually understand. Like there's a a schedule, but then it never fails. Every bride I speak to, I'll say, oh, like how's your husband? How's your fiance getting ready? Oh, he's still sleeping. Oh, him and the groomsmen went golfing, and they still end up ready at the same time. Like, they, it's crazy the men's time management versus women's. <laughs> they just, they always are good. Yeah, we, it, it's it's the same, I think, in, in Canada. I mean, where are you from? I'm like, well, I'm used to, like, Indian weddings and stuff like that. And Indian people they, are, like, never uh, on time. Oh, no? So. <laughs> well, their weddings are massive. Yeah. And they could be, like, multiple days. Yes. Right? Yeah, so that's, it's, it's funny, that's actually... Indian weddings are its own specialty sometimes. Like I know girls who only do Indian weddings because it's a specific makeup look, it's a specific hair look. It's very different than than um, I guess a Canadian wedding. Um, so I have girls like if I get an inquiry for an Indian wedding, um, I have girls I'm like I can refer you to her or like we can tag team them because they can be like crazy glam makeup that like not every makeup artist knows how to do. Right, like big liners or, or, or beautiful red lips. Not every artist specializes in that. So so those those weddings are are, um, are a treat to do because I don't get to do them often. So when I do get to do them, I, I love to do a good big, you know, wing liner and, and beautiful lashes and beautiful blush. And But ours are more, I think it's more everyday makeup, but better, you know, like like a little bit of, like a, like a glow, 
softer mm-hmm. makeup. So I, I like to do those. They're, those ones can be crazy. So crazy talk whatever. a bit more about like the creative aspect about, I can see like you're really passionate about it, like the creative aspect of like makeup and bridal makeup. Like what do you like to do for a bride? Like what is your go-to yeah. strategy? Well, it is, it's, it's interesting, like the creativity, I mean, I love doing bridal. Um, is there like a consultation process yes, first? I, I, it's optional, but I highly recommend a trial. Like if they want to be happy with their look, always a trial. Sometimes they think they know what they want, um, but then they do the makeup and they don't like it or they want more, they want less. The amount of times I've been shown like a Kardashian and they want this look and then, oh, it's too much. Like, oh, it's a Kardashian. Like, of course, you know, of course. So yeah, trials always. Um, but in terms of the creativity yeah bridal sometimes gets to be the same couple looks over and over like there's not a lot of creativity because it's up to them um which is why i like to do like all my off seasons i like to do like some runways some backstage photo shoots stuff like that because that makeup can be avant-garde it could be almost almost ugly because it's Mm -hmm. not like a beauty it's more about the art so i love to do that in my off season and um i guess like if you work with like a beauty uh beauty campaign or beauty brand that's more yeah and it's off of their it's off of their creativity so you know if they have a a wild concept that they want to do you know it's your job to 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 do it sometimes it's like this crazy it's almost like not even beauty it's more about like um the lighting and and how certain things hit the face and so it's not supposed to be complementary to your features um which i love It, it forces me to 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 do unique things i try try to do that because bridal lacks that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, no, both are good. And um, any advice for any aspiring makeup artists or people who really want to, you know, get into the world of freelance makeup artistry or hairstyling? Yeah. Um, I would give just effective marketing. I think that's the most important thing. Um, I think I I always took the approach with lashes, with makeup, with hair, is is to sell um I, I word it as to sell a reason to get the service and not so much to sell the service. So like I look at lashes and why I kind of incorporated it into my bridal as you're not just getting lashes and you're gonna get them filled every two weeks. Not everybody's like that. Um, however, they want, some people want lashes for their wedding or they want it for their honeymoon. So if I mm-hmm. say, oh, well, I could do your hair and your makeup, but two days prior, Thursday, let's say, come get your lashes done and then you'll have it straight for your honeymoon. Um, so effective marketing, I think, is is the number one thing. Um, any lash, makeup, or hair person, um, think about the type of client you want, why they should get your service and market towards that. Rather than reach, effective reach. You don't need to hit every single person out there. You just need to hit the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what you've done, which is very brilliant in my opinion, and it's probably why you're so successful, is because um, you offer so many services. Like, as we said, you're a one-stop shop. You get the bridesmaids, mm-hmm. get them to Thank do you. the extensions, the <laughs> bride too, and for her honeymoon. And, you know, you, you can do everything and hair as well. Do you actually, so you just like style the hair, like an updo and maybe cut, but you don't actually color, right? I can color. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? So you're so, like fully Yeah, so cuts, colors, and balayage. Everything. Yeah, oh my God. They need. So if they want to go blonde before their wedding, I don't know, that's a risk. But if they wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, they could do that. Um, they want to get a cut first. They want to do whatever they want, a perm. I mean, don't do a perm. 
2023. But yeah, yeah, they can do anything they want prior to the wedding and on the day of the wedding. Yeah, I try to try to do everything for them. So you're like you have like a lot of skills and a lot of education, right? You you do. You don't just do lashes. You do like everything. No, I I do. Yeah, well, I went to school for makeup, um, but it was a business makeup course so it was a business i got a business diploma like at um, humber college That's perfect but it has a makeup certification as well so i got those then i went to hair school because i felt like i was i was missing out on a, on a lot of potential clients mm-hmm. um so i yeah i got a, i got a bit of i got a bit of everything i think i don't know what's next i can always add more it never ends you know it's always a new service out there so figure it out but yeah i think for now i think I think I'm busy enough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I can fit sure. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next, you'll be doing nails. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> nails, brows, tanning. Might as well. Nails yeah. are pretty. That's a pretty good business, actually. Yes. Oh, I always have my nails done. Yeah, I can never not have them done. So I, that is definitely the next, the next one. That and spray tans. I've always wanted to get my spray tan certification. And do you for do you feel like you should open your own salon one day? Is that I'd like to works? one day? Um, it's hard because with that. I always find the, the the business owner ends up doing less of the art and more of the business. Right. So I'm always afraid, like, I would love to do that, but then I also don't want to not have time to do the services I love to do. So I always flip-flop, but we'll see. I, I, uh, I'm i leaving it up to up to the world's, the world's decisions for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, things change, and uh, I guess people change as well as they get older, and, you know, it yeah. might be more... Yeah, comfortable well, for you later on. Yeah, that'd be the goal. I mean, I'm I'm not to say no to anything. So if any opportunity presents itself, or I could do independent, or, or, or not independent, uh, do a, a, a salon or a storefront. Oh, that would be the dream. But as of right now, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy as it is. But we'll see. <laughs> well said. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank so we've you. discussed like many topics about you know being a makeup artist, how you got started, you know how to market yourself, niche down, all the you know pros and cons of uh, being a makeup artist, being a lash artist. So thank you so much. Thank really you. appreciated Love it. Love being here. And, I'm such an uh, LLBA fan. Oh, thank you so actually, much. I was saying earlier in the, in the episode. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Tell them, tell them. I forgot to say. I remember in 2020, like, I don't know if it was just before COVID started or, like, just after it started, I purchased my very first LLBA, like, um, purchase um and i actually had to go to ann's house and pick it up because there was no storefront there was no employees for those yes yeah 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 Yeah, the the a of lba um and i i I knocked on her door and she handed me a little package that was my first and i've been purchasing since. oh she handed it to you herself yeah it was like literally i I think i had a mask on and i knocked on the door because i didn't know what i was doing like i i did order for pickup and then it took me google maps took me to a house I was like, where am I going? But I've been purchasing ever since. And then I watched them open up a, a storefront, and now you're opening up a new one. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I feel like mm-hmm. a, a proud, like, bystander. Yeah, little, I forgot like, to mention, <laughs> this is our new podcast room. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're doing everything backwards today. I know, I know. <laughs> so this is our new podcast room. We moved to a new warehouse. You're going to be seeing some, you know, cute decor soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing I forgot to mention is that you were also a makeup artist for our LLB yes. photo shoots for our trainers. Yes. Like Natalia, Trinity, you know, mm-hmm. those photo shoots that they've done to promote our training courses. Yes. You're yeah. the makeup artist They're, and the uh, hairstylist. And too. the hairstylist. Yeah, so uh, you've, you've seen my work. You just didn't know it. Yeah, so if you do your if you uh, get certified with LLBA, you'll see my uh, my my foundation. Yeah, you can critique it. You can see if it's good or not. Well, Natalia looks amazing. Trinity looks amazing. Oh, thank you. So we can Easy definitely vouch yeah. for that. Yeah. So we're gonna link 
uh, your website, your IG. It's going to be in the description and on Spotify and on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. Thank and you. until next time. Bye. bye. Pause. What was the question? <laughs> was uh, I don't know. I just think I made up that question. Can you edit this part out? How? Sorry, I need to like breathe. Okay. <laughs>